This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome everybody to the Back of the Net Preview Podcast. Uh, As you can tell... Asked. As you can tell, Terence can't be asked and is not here. Um, so unfortunately for all the people listening, it is just me and Albert. Hello. Yeah, there's something um, something ironic in the fact that Terence is probably going to be digging me out for going on holiday at <laughs> four o'clock tomorrow morning. Right now it's quarter ten the night before. But he's the one that hasn't, hasn't actually turned up. So, you know... If there was a beer check now, I'd be drinking mm-hmm. some sort of, it'd be called like Sweet Irony or something. Yeah, Humble Pie. Humble, harangue. yeah. A, a heady brew of schadenfreude and <laughs> and bullshit. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, the, but it's just me and you. It is, it is. Um, I, I mean, I can't do a beer check because I'm not having a beer. I'm, as always, drinking water. Uh, are you drinking a beer? Because I know that you're, no, up, as you said, soon. no. No, I've got to be up at four in the morning, probably a bit earlier, and I'm going to Lisbon where I'll be drinking lots of beer throughout my stay there. So probably are you, best that I... Are you uh, a, a, a pint in the spoons at the airport kind of guy? Not with the wife and kids in Not time. with the fam. No. But the kids. The kids love it. The kids are on it early. Yeah. Yeah. Just a half of them. Yeah, fair. If it was a bit more of a sensible hour, I would, but I'm not doing mm. it. I'm going to be tired enough. But from listening to my bullshit for the next half an hour. No, no, that wasn't a dig at you. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. We'll see what you say at the end. Um, so that's so that's good. Everyone who hates beer check, you're welcome. That's that's gone. Um, what we do have though is um, unbelievably, it turns out Terence plans these shows. Um, not something that Albert and I had any idea of. He sort of says it every now and again, but we think he's talking nonsense. Uh, but he he sent us he sent us the plan for the show. Um, I should say he isn't here because he's having internet issues. Um, apparently, allegedly. Uh, but he has he has said it, he has sent us his plan. And one of the first things on this on this preview show plan is a little note that says Albert on holiday. So. Mm. The dig was going to be there. I've not made it. Exactly. 
I've asked a genuine question about drinking beer at four o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, I got in there first. I, yeah. I, I wanted to address the rumours head on. Cut it off at the source. Uh, cut, yeah, nip it in the bud. Um, yeah, I don't like the fact that we've had this little peep behind the wizard's curtain into yeah. the workings of his brain. And It's very weird. You know. it's, a, it's, actually, it's actually surprisingly organised, I hate to say. As someone who tries to be as organised as possible because I'm useless at everything, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed by it. And there we were thinking his his you know shit segues that he does are just spontaneous, <laughs> but it turns out that he's actually planned those shit yeah. segues. He's he's workshopped them for the for the entire week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna gloss over the Albert on holiday sticker that he's put on there. He's also put Heskiff in Scotland, which it is about as dull as you can get, to be honest. Is that why you? That's why you weren't here last week. That's why that I wasn't correct? there last week, and it was just a work conference. And did I you work... listen to Carl. Did you listen to Carl? I did listen to Carl. I did. What did you? Th- did you think he did? A, he was a, a suitable replacement for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather listen to him than myself, which is weird because yeah. that's that's what my wife said immediately upon listening. Well, it's not to that the show weird. As well. It's not weird. It's not weird. No, it's not I'm, that weird. I'm a, I'm a realist. Um, yeah, but. Whilst on Scotland, uh, on Scotland, in Scotland, as I say, it was very dull because I work in like data analysis and stats at universities. So, I mean, if that's your thing, it's really exciting. If it's not, then it's not. Um, but I went to a conference for that. And the, the second night we were there, which everyone I worked with assured me was the night that everyone goes like balls out, gets wasted. Oh. That's what we're there for. Everyone went to bed at, mid- at midnight, so I, I was on my own with a bunch of other people from... With their balls out, or...? Well, well, funnily enough, there's a, there is a segue here, because he was wearing a kilt. <laughs> so, possibly, to be honest, and I think if I... St- I, I stayed out until four o'clock that night. Um, oh. Yeah. Sorry, you mean four o'clock in the morning? In the morning, in the morning. Wow. Uh, which was pretty rough, because I got woken up by like a reversing truck under my window, under the window of my hotel at quarter past seven. So that wasn't much fun. But the guy who had the kilt, um, who I started talking to because he had a KFC t-shirt on, which was the KFC logo and then KFC written in Japanese, which he explained in a very broad Scottish accent was because he liked KFC and he liked Japan, which is as fair enough a reason as any. Fair um, enough. But I spent the entire walk back into town with him talking to me about how much he loves Odson Edouard because he's a Celtic fan. Well, there you go. So what did I get out of my work conference for three days? Not much, but we both like Odson Edouard. So is he going to get? A, is he going to do a Venn diagram a T-shirt and get a T-shirt of Odson Edouard written in Japanese? I'd probably or- buy I'd probably buy it. Alton Edward, Alton Edward eating a KFC on a t-shirt. I'd probably buy that as well, to be honest. These are good. <laughs> these are good marketing ideas. I think we should. Uh, yeah, get on, well, we need get on to, to raise. The top we need brass. to raise some funds. We yeah. do. We do. All the all of the money that we that we that we make on this show, which is obviously pots and Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck type pots of money, um, just get fritted away by Terence's craft beer because they're very yeah. expensive. So yeah. we're looking for any help we can get. Um, 
So I t- there you go. That's a segue. I'll try to tie Bulls and Palace together. There's another segue in there. But we won. We won against Leicester. We won. Well, <clears throat> you know, dare I say it, that I'm some sort of good luck charm. Mm. But I don't think it was coincidence that I was there and and we scored a last-minute winner. Which someone said that you predicted on the pod last week. I actually, I haven't listened back to see if that's true. But that is quite a prediction if you did. Anybody that listened last week will have known that I was been out drinking that day and I have very little recollection. <laughs> Not necessarily because of the alcohol. My memory and my general energy levels are quite poor these days. Mm. I, I don't remember predicting a 2-1 win with a Mateta last, last minute goal but let's just say I did yeah I'll take I mean I'll take it I can't say you didn't no so um yeah it was I met I met some of your family didn't I that was you that did. was fun you met yeah um Mr Mr old, old man Curly was there yeah OMK um, one half of one half of my twin sisters were there uh, I didn't know that who who she hadn't been to Selhurst she hadn't been to Selhurst since Christian Bull. So oh, wow. Maybe she's more of a good luck charm than me. She, she can come back in 10 years when we need another good result. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, that was a lovely day. It was a lovely day. Um, Mateta scoring a last-minute winner wasn't the strangest thing that I saw. During oh. Obviously, I sit, I sit in the uh, White Horse end. And I'm, it's quite a shallow balcony, isn't it, for the mm. boxes above? And yeah. I'm just on the, I'm just underneath it, just underneath the edge of it. And during the um, celebrations of the first goal, but I'm quite near the sort of uh, the the um, the steps down. We're only two seats in. During the 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 raucous nature of the celebrations of the first goal, from on high, a child's shoe just <laughs> dropped down. <laughs> just landed on the steps and everybody sort of like looked at it, but it was too busy sort of celebrating. <clears throat> and then obviously it all sort of settled back down and it was like, mm. there's a fucking, fucking, fucking shoe there. And then about 10 minutes later, a, 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 flust, a flustered mum <laughs> <laughs> appeared from upstairs and was scanning for a shoe and then, and then yeah, found it and went back up. Quite, I'd love to have known what, what happened uh, there. I'm saying it was quite, quite good to know that when Mateta scored the winner, the kid who owns the shoe didn't follow in the same manner. Yeah, because there were yeah. some there were some pretty rowdy celebrations in the Homesdale. Maybe. I mean, if it's kicking off, if it's kicking off in the White Horse, I can only imagine what it's like in the Homesdale. Um, I mean, short of throwing a child onto the pitch, it was pretty yeah. rowdy. Uh, so I guess let's talk. Let's talk about Leicester a, a little bit because it's been a while since we celebrated a win. Yes. It was a very successful weekend for all Palace teams. Um, the 18s won 7-1 away to Southampton. The 21s, the 21s got to the semi-final of an international cup by beating Liverpool. Uh, the, the women's team won away at Sunderland. Um, so good things come in fours, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, it had been, obviously, it had been a, a long time since a lot of us had seen Palace win. Thankfully, I'd been at the Bournemouth game New Year's Eve, but for you, even longer. Um, for me, even longer. Were you, because we were stood together when the teams were, were read out when we were in the, the, the fan park. So 
Yes. Were you shocked by the team? Did you think more changes were going to be made? Uh, well, I can't remember at what point you got there, but I was convinced it was going to be reverting back to type and it was going to be no Eze, no Elise, and it was going to be you Luca. And I had outside money on James MacArthur starting. <laughs> um, I knew we all knew Jeff Shutt would start. We 100%. all knew that. We were, we were talking about that in the chat before the the, the teams were announced, weren't we? Uh, so I was I was surprised at the team that he put out, but I was pleasantly surprised. And obviously, it's not as many changes as again you might expect from Roy. Mm. So uh, so yeah, I was I was surprised, but because I was expecting. I was sort of going and thinking, oh, we're going to we're going to revert to type of you know eighteen months ago. So no, I yeah. thought it was a I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent decent lineup and sort of off, off to a fly, weren't we? Really? Yeah, I, I, like same as you. I thought there'd be a lot more changes. I think really the only change I would have made from what what he picked was Klein for Ward, but on the grand scheme of things, considering like you say what we expected, that wasn't wasn't too shabby. I thought Ward had a very good game, actually. Yeah, he was good. Um, I still get a bit worried about his pace, but I think that's, I mean, that's never going to change, is it? It, it no. is what it is. But I think we started off, obviously we came out of the blocks really quickly. And it was one of those where, because I am who I am, instead of being super excited for the first 10 minutes, I was like, well, we haven't scored. And then when they came down the other end and the cross hit the post, I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. But everything, yeah, just everything we did seemed to, or bar scoring, everything seemed to go well. We attacked down the wings really well. I thought, actually, as much as I like to give him shit on this show, I thought Schlupp was excellent in the first half. Um, actually saw a, a map of average positions on the pitch in the first half and Schlupp was the furthest man forward in our team. And his so. was and his was very average. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, it just seemed it seemed like we'd been told be a bit more direct, get the ball wide and just shoot, didn't it? Because we had so many shots uh, in the crazy. first half especially. I was I up and down like a fucking something that goes up and down a lot in that half because it was in front of you know that's the way we were shooting in the first mm. half. I think we had a shot on the first shot was after about 61 seconds. Yeah. And it just didn't really stop from there. And again, I maybe, um, maybe you'd got to me. I did lean over, uh, to my mate, Paul. I said, it's got one nil Leicester written all over it. (laughs) (laughs) When, you know, the longer it went into that first half, especially when Wilf crumpled. Oh, um, but yeah, no, we were great. I thought as as a as well was just seemed to be on one, and you know, like you say, the 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 directness, the the attacking intent. There was a, the interview with Roy in the week where he said, you know, I've I've told the players they've got to go out and do what they're good at and have more confidence, and you know, don't be afraid to mm. to show what you can do, and that that kind of seemed to be what everybody was doing and yeah, particularly Zaha and particularly Eze were just, they were just on to the two of them were on a different level. Yeah. And it's great to see from Ebbs because I think if you look back and this is not bashing Vieira, but if you look back over his reign, the one thing he never really did was get the best out of Ebbs. And whether that's tactics, I don't think Ebbs did what he does well as much as he did. 
if that mm. I don't even know if that's good English, but you know, seeing him come to get the ball, he, he obviously we were playing with two sort of attacking central midfielders as opposed to one. And the confidence was just there. You know, he had the shot in the first half where he sort of like, I think he nutmegged someone, sort of did his little feint into the box and the keeper made a decent save. Yeah. Um, the keeper who, according to Brendan Rodgers, only had one save to make all game, which is a bit of a burden on the goalie. Um, but just seeing Ebbs like that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, seeing Ebbs like that, that's what you want to see when he's in full flight and he just sort of, we've said it a million times, gliding around, you know, um, getting the best out of him for the next, whatever it is, nine games of the season is going to be massive. So yeah, that was very good to see. Um, you touched on it briefly. Wilf obviously went down out of nowhere. Um, went off in tears by all account, which is not great. Obviously, I feared the, the worst. I, I went. I went to the bar in tears shortly after. That. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, reports have said, well, it's the sun, so take it with a pinch of salt. But they reckon he might only be out for three weeks, which would be nice. I mean, obviously, a lot better than what I feared, which was this. You know, that was it for for Wilf. Um, IU came on. Obviously, a lot of people are not massive IU fans, but. As it turns out, great assist for, for, for the goal. But how did you think he did coming in for Wilf? Because obviously a very different player. Yeah, I think, uh, I thought he did quite well. I, I, and that's that's kind of how I see Jordan Ayew, uh, you know, at Palace. He's he's a he's a backup to the wide positions mm-hmm. um, where I think we struggle, or certainly I struggle, is when Jordan Ayew is the focal point of the the three at the top that's sort of that's where I don't want to see him I think he I think he's more effective out wide um you know getting us 10 15 yards up the pitch whether that be winning a free kick or you know holding holding up possession and and looking to sort of feed other people in um and you know reverting back to Saturday you know seeing him playing sort of you know where where he <coughs> where he picked up that ball and and looked up, it's a you know, great pass into Mateta. So it's, it's nice to see that he can sort of do it more in the middle of the park as well. So mm-hmm. like I say, I don't, I don't, I don't like it when he's the, when he's the focal point, you know, he's the attacker, the yeah. only attacker. But um, I think as a supporting role to the wider, the wider guys, I think, I think that's what, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm not, yeah. I'm not upset by it. I'm, and, and if Wilf's, if Wilf's out and if that's, you know, if it's, are you, that's going to play in that position or if Schlupp's going to get moved out wide and mm-hmm. I don't know, Hughes or, you know, Lakonga comes back into the middle, then, uh, yeah, listen, no one, no one wants to see a Palace team without Wilf, particularly when we're going into this run of games where, you know, we, I don't think we're in any, real real danger but you want your best teams to your best players in the team to you know mm-hmm. to sort of secure that position as soon as possible you don't, don't want it going down to the last two or three games um so yeah it's sad to see wilf out um but there's players that can come in and and certainly certainly play a part yeah completely agree and it was i think i've said i mean i've seen some people say that IU was at fault i think Schlupp was a bit of fault for the goal just because the bloke seemed to be on his own. Great strike, to be fair. I mean, obviously nothing the goalie could do about it. 
But I think what was important was how quickly we got the equaliser, how quickly we were back in mm-hmm. the game. Um, a bit unlucky for Ebbs because it was a great free kick and obviously it's come off the bar and hit the goalie's arse and gone in. Yeah, I didn't know what was... Because, again, I was right down the other end. I I thought it was a... Uh, I mean, I heard it hit the bar. I thought it was the, mm. the old off the bar and six inches over the line. Yeah. And it's like, fucking hell, what a free kick. I mean, obviously, what a free kick it was. And then the announcer was like, own goal. And it was, <laughs> it, you could use, like, I was one of many, many people down that end. It was a bit like, fucking what? And I yeah. messaged my brother who was watching it at home. So did he say own goal? He said, "Yeah, it come off the keeper's ass." <laughs> and it it's was like that's the sort of thing we always say when you know we've been so shit at scoring, so shit at creating chances. Like we just need it to go off someone's ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns it, out so, that's, that's what happens. It's um, obviously I'm I'm right by by where the goal where the ball went in that corner of the goal, and I think looking back on it, it, it I mean it went in quite comfortably, but it sort of seemed like it wasn't that far over the line. And I was mm-hmm. celebrating, but always got that thing in the back of my head, like, just, yeah. just, just make sure it's over there. Um, so I think, you know, that helped because we'd started a little bit slow at the beginning of the second half. Probably more what I was thinking the, the game was going to be like was was how we started the second half. But got the equaliser, ramped it up again. And then um, Mateta comes on for the last sort of five, ten minutes. IU puts an unbelievable cross straight on his head, basically an open goal in front of him. And he does his sort of weird little turtle header where he his head <laughs> disappears into his neck and he missed. Obviously, Ty then had a, had a little chance after that. But I think at the time, we all thought that, that oh, that's that's the opportunity. That's the chance. That's and Mateta wearing his rascal green boots. I was like, you, you can't wear boots like that if you're missing... Obviously, a header, but you know, six yards out. I don't know how. I don't know how you do it. And I think you guys mm-hmm. talked about it in last week or the week before, when there was that footage from training of Wilf saying to someone off camera, "Look at how Mateta heads the ball," because it's yeah. it's mad how someone so tall has such an inability to fucking head head a football. <laughs> um, so did you did you think at that point that that was it that that it was the draw was a draw? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery you in order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com yeah yeah you i can't can't remember the lot i mean i i didn't see i wasn't at the game, I wasn't at the game against United where Elise, you know, scores the free kick. Mm. I wasn't at West Ham when we got the last minute winner there. So I'm not used to seeing last minute winners. I can't remember the last time I did see a last minute winner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when that when those chances go begging, you think, okay, respect the point. That's yeah. All done and dusted. 
and then uh yeah just just when you thought it was all over just as just as lots of people were leaving yeah um, there was the, the stairwells in the home were, in the homesdale were were pretty full cuz the hf sort of spill out onto them yeah and um, one of my mates who I stand with he was there with his daughter and he he usually goes like you know a minute when he thinks it's almost over just so he can leg it halfway up the stairs otherwise it takes bloody ages to get out so I thought he'd miss the goal thankfully I got a text from him when I was walking down to to the pub after the game which just said limbs on the stairs so I'm I'm glad he saw it um, not child shoes on the stairs not child shoes no no yeah. child's shoes nor children themselves yeah um but yeah, that, I mean, the goal itself, we've, we've talked about IU's run and pass, but of all the people to be saying this about, that first touch from Mateo was absolutely unbelievable. Um, we've it seen him try to, We've seen him try to control a pass, like a, just a normal pass from 10 yards away, and he hoofs it halfway back up the pitch. So for him to, to sort of caress the ball and spin around with it, and then like, you know, pass the ball into the net of his left foot. All, I mean, almost literally unbelievable that it's him that did it. Do you think it was intentional? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we know that all the Palace players listen to this. So JP, I know, I know that you meant it. I know that Burkamp isn't fit to lace your boots, your green boots. Wow. Wow. You, he, he, he wouldn't be able to kick the corner flag with as much panache as you do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I literally couldn't believe it. And and actually, <laughs> I mean, t- Terry's put a little thing on here, so I, this is not hubris. But in the all angles video that Palace put out, access all areas or whatever it's called, there's one angle where you can see the sort of cameras behind. Um, are you as he passes a ball? And Mateta shoots and scores, and because I'm in sort of near the front of Block D, you can see me and Vanessa as as it comes in. Um, and then the celebrations are basically everyone go mad, and for some reason, I just take off up the stairs. No one that I know is up the stairs, <laughs> um, and then hop back down like a weird. I mean, it's very weird watching yourself celebrate because I've hopped back down like a bunny. Um, <laughs> But the one thing that a couple of people have said to me, which is quite funny and true, is they were like, everyone around you was celebrating basically when Mateta was through. You waited until you could hear the ball hit the net. And I was like, yeah, because at no point did I think Mateta was scoring that goal. I think there's probably a sweet spot in the middle. Like, I certainly wouldn't celebrate as he was through. But, yeah, (laughs) Because I mean, obviously, these it. things happen quickly, but you can definitely yes. tell, like, everyone's celebrating a split second before I just decide to, like, yes. tear up the stairs. Yeah, um, I, and it's, it's weird. I uh, Maybe a, a, a slightly, you know, an odd point to make. I actually felt a bit sorry for Edouard when Mateta yeah. scores that <laughs> yeah. goal because, I thought, again, I thought Edouard had a good game. Yeah, same. You know, he had efforts. He linked up well. He worked hard. And you know when he got subbed off, it was like you know he's done a he's done a shift. It just hasn't mm-hmm. hasn't put one in the back of the net. And then yeah, within like the space of five minutes, Mateta's absolutely missed an absolute sitter, and then and then scored. Yeah, benefit of the doubt, scored a, an amazing goal with a very intentional 
first touch and pirouette. And uh, you just think, oh, poor, poor Edouard, what must be going through his Yeah, head? yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with all of that. Um, we'll get onto Leeds match very soon. Um, but one other thing, I think, before we do, after the Leicester win, Terence has put 3% to go down. I'm assuming that means our chances or our odds of going down. And I do not like it because <laughs> um, the table is still pretty close. Although, as, re- as we're recording... Uh, West Ham have just lost 5-1 at home to Newcastle, which is quite funny. And obviously knackers their goal difference a bit, which is good because they had, I think they had a couple of games in hand over us. So for them to lose one of those games in hand 5-1 at home is is quite fun. Um, But 3% to go down, Albert, what do you reckon to that? I mean, I don't even know you work that out. No, me either. How do you do that? I know Carl, Carl, friend of the show last week's Heskiff, does a lot of it on Twitter and I and I read it. I think who's what's the science? Yeah. I'll take it. I like three percent. That's good. It's almost no percent. Yeah, I've done the maths. Um, but yeah, you should do, you should do my job. You're better at maths than me, and I spend all my time on <laughs> bloody spreadsheets. But yeah, I mean, you look at you look at um, you know, I'm looking now at the, again, like you say, the results are coming. West Ham have been absolutely fucking trounced tonight. Um. You know, we're still 12th, believe it or not. <laughs> Shock horror. Um, yeah, and everybody's on any everybody's on the same games played apart from mm-hmm. West Ham, who have, like you say, got one more in hand. Um, they've still got a better goal difference than us. Um, have they? Bloody hell. Yeah. Unless this, you know, this, yeah, this is updated, yeah. So we've got minus 15 and they've got minus 13. So oh, it's wow. close. Well, let's Close. let's hope they lose their other game in hand five one, and then we'll yeah, absolutely we'll be all right. But you know, uh, it, it sort of the you know probably a nice segue into this weekend. You know, mm-hmm. obviously it's Leeds below us; they're only one point behind us. So you know, that's a big. It is a big game. It, it is, is a big game, and that's that's the thing. I think a lot has been made of us having an easier set of games in the run in, but they are mostly against teams below us so it's like not only if you don't win those games you're not only sort of bringing yourself back down but they're leapfrogging you so it's just a lot of six pointers really and and that begins on Sunday with Leeds who won um, at home yesterday so Dave recording it's Wednesday beating Forest that's one of those ones where you look at those sort of games and I'm like just a draw across the board for all of those games would be lovely um, but they, yeah, they they beat Forest two one, and um, I've been all right at home this season. Uh, this season, this calendar year, um, I think they've only lost once, which was to Manchester United. But they've they've beaten a few. They haven't played that many. They've beaten, um, let's see. Oh, there's a lot of cup games. They've beaten Southampton, which you would think they should. Uh, they drew with. Brighton, they've beaten Forest, so really it's not that many home games in the league. But these are the sort of games that we're told Hodgson is good at managing. Um, you know, he's he's good against the teams in the bottom half of the table. And we really sort of need that to come to fruition in this in his little caretaker reign, interim reign. Because, yeah, not only are you helping yourself, but you're sort of kicking the others further down the table as well. So 
Ellen Road, as from memory, has not been a, a great place for us to go. I've been there a few times over the years and have I think we've lost every single game that I've been to there, which is not great. Um, last year we were there and they scored a last-minute penalty, which yeah. um, which I've mentioned before in the pod because the depression of sitting in DR's car with Nick Gillard telling puns at half past 11 at night, knowing I'm still in Leeds and I won't get home <laughs> until five in the morning was, was a low point. Let's be honest. Um, but how do you, how do you think we'll go into the game? Do you think we're going to keep the same team? You know, you were talking about Edouard and Mateta there. I think it will be, very harsh on Edouard to be dropped because I do think he, I do think he linked up the play well. He had a couple of shots, obviously didn't score, but did everything you wanted of him. But then you say, you know, are you going to bring Mateta in because he scored the goal? Yeah, I think it's a tricky one because it's, you have to then factor in the, the you have to factor in the no wilf factor, mm. um, and it's you know what's what's the most effective sort of front three. Um, take you know when you take Wilf out of the equation, you know again as we've already talked about, you see Ayu put a chance on a on a plate for Mateta. You know Ayu can dig out a decent cross mm. every now and then. So and you know you fancy Mateta's chances a bit more in the air than Edwards, just about. Um, so yeah, so I guess you have to sort of look at it as a as a package really rather than the individuals i i would be tempted just to keep it as 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 much as as, sim- as the same as much as we can as to what mm. we saw for mo- most of saturday you know um and whether like i say whether that's iu who comes in for wilf or schlup goes out wide where i actually prefer him mm-hmm. um and someone else comes into the middle of the park i think roy will won't want to necessarily he's not going to mix it up and go go rogue i think he'll He'll want that that little bit of confidence that we've gained, albeit against a fucking awful Leicester side, has to be said. Yeah, they were. Um, I think we're going to, you know, try and build on that momentum. So I think we'll, I think the only change we'll probably see is the is the the replacement for Wilf. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit like you say, it's a big decision because I I tend to agree with you with with Schlupp. I just wonder if he because he played so well, especially in the first half, in that sort of more central role, advanced role, whether it is a case of just sticking Ayu out there and saying, well, we were good in the last, you know, half hour of the game, 25 minutes of the game, so just do a bit more of that. Obviously, that's harsh on Laconga from what we've seen of him under Vieira because I think he complemented Decore really, really well. But if you play him, are you then sort of being a little bit more defensive? Do we need that? You know, it's tough. I mean, this is why we're not managers, isn't it? Because I would, I have no idea what I do. But yeah, well, yeah, and I'm, and I'm on holiday this weekend, so yeah, great. So who so, cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so do you, I mean again? Some some managers. This is not meant to sound leading. Some managers will look at it and think, "Let's go for it and, and get the three points." Mm. Other managers might just go with their with the uh, the mo just to not lose. Yeah. Um, and I think I know which manager we've got. <laughs> Those two scenarios. <laughs> and which to be it, honest, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree on this occasion. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because when we were talking for the Leicester game, even after the team had come out, you said to me, "Would you take a point?" 
And I'm always like, yeah, 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 I'll take a point, even at home. And like you say, Leicester were Leicester were dreadful. So realistically, looking back on on that, if we had got a one all, it would have been a bit annoying because we we battered them. But that does give us; it should give us confidence, you know. Even if we, even if it was one all, it should give us a confidence to say, like, look what we're capable of. We've said, especially this season, we know we're capable of doing a lot more than we have been. And again, this is no dig on Vieira. Things that what's happened's happened, but with the group of players we've got, there's there's no way we shouldn't be like having more of the ball in the opposition's area, having more chances, creating more sort of clear-cut opportunities as well. A plus 28 shot difference. Which is absolutely mad. I did I did see a thing that said that, you know, it's like the highest differential in the Premier League this year. Yeah. Dot, 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 Roy Hodgson factor. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's not what we expect, but I think with Leeds, it, in my head, Leeds score a decent amount of goals. To be honest, I haven't looked at the league table, so I might be talking nonsense. But I just feel like they're capable of scoring. Um, our defence has been all right. Um, in fact, I'm looking at the league table now. They've scored 38 goals. We've scored 24. But then they've let in 49. We've let in 39. So that's yeah. sort of what I think. You know, they, they, they can score goals. And I think if you do go a bit too gung-ho... And you get caught, you could easily be two 0 down, and and then you're struggling. Whereas we we've got players who, like, as you say, we were more direct against Leicester. We can hit on the break quicker. You know, Ebbs can move the ball very quickly up the pitch. Schlup can. I always fancy Elise one on one against the fullback because he's brilliant and 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 again effortless and and picks up fouls and can get us into positions like that. So, I think I agree. I, I think if you go gung ho, you're risking a lot more than you're likely to get in in a positive way. And I think we're. Yeah, I, don't think, of... I don't think we need to. I don't no. think we need to for this game. Um, I think we can afford to go there and with the mentality of right, you know, keep it tight for the first 45, mm-hmm. 60 minutes. And if we're and if we're in the in the game, then we might might see us go a little bit further up the pitch and. And ask a few more questions, but you know we know we we know the manager we've got, you know, yeah. um, right or wrong, good or bad. We know we know what he's going to try and do. He we mm-hmm. know what the brief is, um, and it, it you know it would be silly to go there and and throw the kitchen sink at it from from the, the you know the, the first whistle. You know we've just got to go there and keep it disciplined. Like I said, the, the defense is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not leaking that many that many goals. Um, we got. To, find that balance between keeping that as it is, but again, letting letting the creative players do what they can do, which is exactly what we saw on Saturday. Um, and again, against the fucking awful side, but, <laughs> but, you know, Leeds, Leeds are below us, you know, yeah. they're, they're in as, they're in as much shit as, as, as us and almost Leicester, you know? Um, so yeah, I think we'll, um, I think we shouldn't be scared of going there and trying no. to play by any, by any stretch. And I think I know the answer. To this would you would you take a draw there if we got a draw out? Yes. Of it? Yeah, I'll take it now. Yeah. Same. Same. I think if you look at the games we've got coming up as well, obviously the next game is away to Southampton, which well, I don't like saying it. Terence might say is more more the more winnable of the two. Yeah. Um, 
so maybe that's the one where you go a bit more like okay they're fragile we can have we can have a go um but every game now is against teams i think maybe other than tottenham who will no doubt pull out their usual 4-0 win against us <laughs> yeah but i think and, uh, four four points out of leeds and leicester is 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 very very good mm-hmm. and you know what that that puts us on what 34 points yeah. you know that's 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 most of the way there so yeah i think roy roy will be roy will will, will know that um and and we'll we'll set our stall out accordingly great this is quite positive isn't it so cut i, I two, guess cut to 4 nil palace oh my god i thought you can say 4 nil leeds yeah Hashtag so, fuck the point. Fuck the point. Fuck the, fuck the point. Yeah. No, no respect. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so let's um, let's do predictions then. What do you... You take a draw. What do you think the result will be? I Yeah, I'll take a draw and I actually think it will be a draw. So I'll go for a... I'd quite like it to be an exciting draw. Mm. So I'll say... Oh, yeah, I'll say a 2-2. I take a two-two. I, I, oh, you know me. <laughs> no, Wilf is a bit of a blow because I think games like this against teams like that, Wilf would have a field day. Like he had, Wilf had Leicester on toast before he got injured. He looked really up for it. Obviously, made mm. captain as well, which was which was great. So I'm a bit worried about. I'm hoping I'm hoping that Ebbs can sort of continue his his form from the last game and step up to sort of make it a little less impactful. I'm just oh, I just think once the crowd get going at Leeds, if they get an early goal, I'm a bit worried. So unfortunately, I'm going to say I think it's going to be a two-one Leeds win. Hang on a minute, fucking hell! I know. Well, like, listen, I was gone. I was in Scotland for a week. I couldn't predict anything. I would have predicted. You've done the, you've done the bait and switch. I have. <laughs> um, <laughs> For what it's worth, I wouldn't have predicted that we'd beat Leicester either. I would have said one all, so I was almost right. Um, but I think that's I think that sort of wraps it up with my misery misery guts attitude. Um, I it's killed it for me. Soz. sorry guys, Terence, if you're listening, uh, come back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. He hasn't read anything about any other show, so I'll just do the, the usual, just listen to all of the other stuff that Back of the Nest put out. Uh, the match report will be out probably on Monday. Uh, DR's on YouTube all the time, so just go on YouTube. He's probably doing something now. I don't know what else he does. Um, just the YouTube stuff, uh, which is obviously very good, so give that a watch. Uh, and we will be back next week for the game for Swampton away, which Terence and I are both going to, along with Match Report's Cara Skipper. Poor Cara. She's going to have to share a car with the two of us, which is pretty grim. Uh, but other than that, thank you very much, Albert. Pleasure. Make sure you get half an hour of sleep, whatever it is you're going to get before this holiday. Oh, yeah. And I'll, and I'll you know, contrary to Terence's bullshit, Oh, I am flying back the day before we're due to record next. Never so. in doubt. I never doubted yeah. you, mate. <laughs> watch, this is my a... fucking fl- watch my flight get cancelled. <laughs> you will be doing it from the Ryanair Gate 13. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Live from the tarmac yeah. where I've been sat for four hours. Brilliant. That, that's when you're going to be. You're going to turn into me, right? We're going to fucking lose five nil to Southampton. I'm never getting out of here. There's no yeah. pastel donata and the beer's flat. Oh god, pastel donata. I know that's. Right, I'm, I'm really, I'm really jealous. Yeah, I'll bring you on back. And on that note, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. And up the palace. Up the palace. Slash holiday. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.